Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is the last section of page 320. Please go follow this show on social media at DictionaryPod, Twitter, and Instagram, and also Facebook, if that's a thing that you do. Uh, I've also got my personal at uh, SpeedJampire on those things, and also the TikTok, which is where I put these silly dictionary TikToks, which uh, I'm not doing one right now, but maybe, maybe later, maybe later, maybe tomorrow, or later today, but you don't know when I'm recording this. Uh, so go follow, and then you'll see when I post some stuff. Uh, let's see. You can email me if you got anything to say. If you want to email me a voice memo, a little musical song that you write to sound effect, just to say hi, dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can also call a Google voice number. You can, what? You can call a, a phone number and leave a message like somebody from 15 years ago? That number is 917-727-5757. You can buy merchandise, some things, some physical objects that have the show's logo on it, or another thing, and you it can be shirts and phone cases and other, other things that you can have in your life, and you can show off them to people. Say, look how cool I am. I bought merchandise. Uh, what is the other things? There's the Patreon. If you want to give me a little bit of money each month for very early episodes, or there's some exclusives there, and uh, I think there's other stuff probably to say. So, oh, but most most importantly, most importantly, please rate and review this show. Give it the you know, the good old five stars, and then write something about the show or about yourself or or a word you like. Maybe you should write about your favorite word in the whole English alphabet, or actually not English. Any language is fine. Let's do that. And then, of course, click the five stars. That is a fine place to end that section. And here comes the word section. It's time for the words. Yeah. The first word is debt. D-E-B-T. Noun from the 13th century. One, the synonyms are sin and trespass debt hmm sin and okay i in my brain all three of these words don't make sense together sin trespass i mean i guess you could sort of argue that you're you are sinning if you are trespassing but then debt i don't know i would really 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 love an example here two something owed and the synonym is obligation as in, unable to pay off his debts. This is the most common definition for this one, for sure. Something owed. You owe something, you are in debt. You have an obligation to do something to, to somebody else or to something else. And with this example, if you are unable to pay off your debts, you, you need to rethink some things, I think. Three, a state of owing and the synonym is deeply in debt. So you can owe debt. That is the thing that you have. You owe it, but then you could also be in a state of owing. Just your whole existence is debt. Four, the common law action for the recovery of money held to be due. The common law action for the recovery. So if somebody is living in this state of debt, the legal 
action is debt. They are going to take your debt and get the money that you owe them. Debtless is what everybody wants to be. It is an adjective. Most people are not in debt. I think even the very rich people still have some sort of debt. Probably. Um, the, uh, the, oh, debt. We are, we are, we live in a society where we are made, we are forced to be in some sort of debt. The first, the biggest one is if you want to own your property, you, you buy a mortgage because you can't afford probably something that's $100,000 or more. More likely, it's way higher than that. So you have to borrow the money from a bank and then you have to pay interest on that over a long period of time. It's all just a way for them to make money. And maybe if we didn't make these places so expensive, maybe people could own more. I just refinanced my condo, uh, so so I'm 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 still in debt, still in the debt. But I'm gonna try and pay. If you pay one one mortgage payment extra a year, you will drastically decrease the amount of money that you are paying in the long run. So that's what I plan to do. All right, the, um, the etymology for debt, let's see, it is from Middle English, debt, spelled a couple different ways, from Anglo-French, debt, D-E-T-T-E, which means something owed. Uh, from vulgar Latin, debita, from the Latin, which is the plural of debitum, which is debt, so a debitum, debitum? Yeah, maybe debitum, is the singular debt, and then debita or debita is the plural debt. <laughs> you got lots of debts. Uh, let's see. This is from debere, which means to owe, and that is from de plus habere with an h, and that means to have. Ho oh, ho! You see what happened there? Habere means to have something, and then you put the de in front of it. It becomes debere. Actually, so we replace the ha. I should say with the DE, and then you are giving away, you, you, you lack something. Uh, there's more at the word give. So that's, that's kind of interesting because usually when, so you, hmm, so you have something, you can owe something, which means you have to give something because you were given something. And then there's more information at the word give. So yeah, you I'm just trying to wrap my brain around all the ways that I could say this. Uh, so if somebody gives something to you, then you owe something to them. But there's the other case where if you give something to somebody, you don't owe anything. They could technically maybe owe something to you if you want to be all balanced that way, but they don't have to. You could just be giving it out of the goodness of your heart. So I think that more people need to be giving instead of taking that's what I think. Okay, we need to move on to the next word, and we need to come up with a sound effect, which is going to be boop-beep-bop. Oh, no, no. We're going to do a uh, kya, kya. Yeah, we'll do that. Next is debtor. So we added an O-R to the word debt, noun from the 13th century. One. One guilty of neglect or violation of duty. Guilty of neglect or they didn't do their, their job, their duty, and they, they're guilty. Two, one who owes a debt. If you owe a debt, you are a debtor. Yeah. 
Next is debt service. Two words, noun from 1929. The amount of interest and sinking fund payments, sinking fund payments due annually on long-term debt. So if you have a debt, like a mortgage, you're paying it over a long period of time, uh, maybe month by month, probably month by month, you're paying something, but then you got a whole bunch of interest. This might be for a more specific type of debt, maybe not a mortgage, something else, but it's, it's uh, I don't know what a sinking, sinking fund payments, but you pay it every year, and that's, uh, that's the interest, <laughs> and that's how they get you. Next is, no more debt words, debug, D-E-B-U-G, debug. This is a transitive verb from 1944. Way back in the 40s, we had to debug things. One, (laughs) literally, yes, this makes sense, to remove insects from... Yes, that's what, if you are getting rid of the insects, you are debugging. That's not how we think of what this word means anymore. Two, to eliminate errors in or malfunctions of, as in, debug a computer program. You're getting rid of the errors in the program or, or the malfunctions that it's got. Three, to remove a concealed microphone or wiretapping device from. So if so, the opposite would be if you bug a place, a microphone or an apartment, or not a microphone, we're bugging it with a microphone. If you're bugging like a telephone, a different kind of phone, uh, or an apartment or something, that's you're bugging it. But you're, if you debug it, you're getting rid of all of those things so that people can't hear you through the wiretapping devices. Debugger is a noun. And I think, so obviously to remove insects from it could be anything, but I do believe that in the early computers, there were literally bugs sometimes in the thing. Now that could be, that could be fake. I don't know, but it, it, it probably happened. Uh, okay. Kia. Next is debunk. B-U-N-K. Transitive verb from 1923. To expose the sham or falseness of, as in, debunk a legend. Oh, that legend wasn't so legendary. We have shown all of their shams and the falsenesses, things that they did. Debunk. Debunk, um, yeah, like myth, debunk. Let's debunk that myth. I feel like there's a specific phrase that I can't think of right now. Debunk. Debunker is a noun. The one who is finding all of the shams. Cool. Next is debut. You can emphasize either syllable. Debut or debut. I feel like it depends on the context. Uh, And you can spell this with an accent on the E or without. And if it were on the E, it would be whoop. I think you know what that means. Noun from 1751. One. A first appearance, as in, made her singing debut. 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 Uh, yep, this is the first time 
First time you're doing something, it is your debut. Two, a formal entrance into society. And that's going to get into a word that we got coming up, a couple words. Uh, into society. You, sorry, you, you, were, um, you weren't in society before you were 16 years old, but now you have been formally introduced into society. Oh, it's, it's very strange. Uh, debut, this is from French. Debut, which is from debuter, which means to begin. Uh, from the Middle French, desputer. I don't know how to say that word, desputer, which means to play first. To play first. So this is uh, from de plus but. I don't know how to say it, but it is just spelled but, B-U-T. And that means starting point or goal. So then if you add the day, it becomes to play first or to begin. And there's more at the word but, B-U-T-T. That's fantastic. Okay. Next is the second form of debut. Verb from 1830. The intransitive is to make a debut. You are debuting. And then transitive is to present to the public for the first time. And the synonym there is introduce, as in debut a new product. Oh, what is this product that we are debuting today? It's going to revolutionize the world. And then in another month, there will be something else and this thing will be gone. Next is debutante. Debutante. So it's debut, and we added an ant, A-N-T, at the end. Debutante. Noun from circa 1822. And it is just one making a debut. And that would be the one that is formerly entering into society. Debutante. Uh, the, it's from French. We take a lot of words from French, don't we? Relatedly, it is debutante again. So yes, it is pronounced the same way, but there's an E at the end. What's different? Noun from 1801. The synonym is just debutante with no E at the end, but especially a young woman making her formal entrance into society. So the debutante with no E can be male or female, I guess, and this one is particularly a young woman. We are very aware of this in mostly in the southern part of the U.S. This is a whole thing that they do, uh, not so much in a lot of other places of the country. I don't know. I don't know if they do this in other countries. I have to, I feel like they probably, maybe, maybe French, because we take this, we took this word from France, so maybe they're doing it over there. Um, I, I, because this is a thing I didn't grow up with, I personally think this is a little bit odd. Oh, but it's very similar. See, other cultures, they have different things. You know, the Jewish religion has bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs, and so when you're 13, you get to do this, and that's you're considered uh, an adult at that point. And then there's, um, there's, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the word, and it's going to be in this book somewhere probably. Um, in, in a more uh, Latin uh, society's, there's the there's the word when a girl is fifth quinceanera. Oh, I knew it. It was there somewhere. Uh, so that's a you know similarly aged. You're you're being debuted into society. Um, so this is a very common thing. But uh, with debutante specifically, 
that word is, uh, yeah, Southern culture is what I think of. They got big parties and fancy clothes and gloves. I think they wear gloves. Do they wear tiaras? I don't know. Moving on. That was the last of the D-E-B words. Next is D-E-C, abbreviation for one, deceased, two, declaration or declared, three, declination, I think that's how you say that, declination, four, decorated or decorative, five, decrease, and six, decrescendo. And the D-E-C part of all those words was said rather differently. Deceased, declaration, declination, those are similar. Decorated, decorative, those are similar, two, three, and four. And then decrease is different. And then decrescendo. Just wanted to just go through those myself. Next is deck with a capital D, D-E-C still, abbreviation for December. So you wouldn't say the abbreviation DEC because you don't say the C in that way in December. So would you say DES? Is that how you say the abbreviation? This, this, this? This is, we're overthinking this. Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka-ka. Next is DECA. And, okay, so DECA, D-E-C-A, or just DEC. This is a prefix, by the way. Or DECA or DEC with a K instead of a C. So we've seen some of these words. If you go back a ways, um, we, I don't remember where exactly, but they definitely came up. And I was very confused about the difference between the C and the K. And what do you use? So we're, we're not going to get as much information as I want here, unfortunately. It just means 10. There's no, there's no year. It is a prefix. This, uh, it just means 10. As in the examples, decasyllabic. And that is the D-E-C-A version, decasyllabic. So does that mean that it's got 10 syllables? Decasyllabic? And then also the example, decameter, which is with the K, decameter. So I think, and I said this before, I think that deca with a K, no, see, that doesn't make sense. There is also deci, D-E-C-I. That's, I think... Uh, that would be another prefix. Let's see. Yes, yes, yes. We are going to see that in a bit. So that's going to help uh, explain this a bit more. But it does get confusing. Why are you using a C or a K? So decameter with a K is 10 meters. I could imagine that if you spell it with a C, that's also 10 meters. But I'm not sure. This is from Middle English, from Latin, from Greek, deca with a K. That's, they like to use their Ks, so that's why we have a K in it sometimes. And there's more at the word 10. It's just, it's just 10. If you see D-E-C or possibly D-E-K before a thing, it probably means 10 in some way. Next is decade. You can see where this is going. Decade, decade. You could say it with the emphasis on the second syllable, decayed. Um, And then in 1B, in the 1B definition, you can say it, how is the, oh, decad. Instead of decade, you can say decad. 
noun from the 15th century. Some people may not be able to hear the slight differences in the pronunciations, and I'm sorry that you can't hear that, but I can, and most other people can. I'm just going to keep on doing it. I can't explain it in a better way. I'm sorry. One, a group or set of ten is a decade, anything, just any tens, as 1A, a period of ten years. That's the one that we use mostly, and I don't think anybody has ever used decade for anything other than years, but that's probably not true. 1B, so this one we will say decade, a division of the rosary that consists primarily of ten Hail Marys. And uh, I am aware of the rosary and the Hail Marys that they exist and people do something with those, but I never had to do that, so I have not heard of this. Uh, so a decade, are you saying 10 Hail Marys or are you taking 10 of, the, are you doing something with the 10 of the beads of the rosary? Is that what's going on? Number two, a ratio of 10 to 1. And the synonym is order of magnitude. So when you go an order of magnitude higher, you're multiplying it by 10. So an order of magnitude higher than the number one is 10. Yeah. Decadal. Decadal. That is an adjective. How would you use that in a sentence? Decadal. Something relating to 10 years? Uh, The etymology says, I'm just skimming through, it's nothing, nothing real different from what we saw before. It's just Middle English, Middle French, Latin, Greek. It's from Deca. Next is decade long. One word. It's a long word. Decade long. Adjective from 1974. And it just means lasting a decade. It's a whole decade long thing. Next is decadence. Or you could say decadence. Hmm. That's interesting. Decadence. Or decadence. Those are very different in my brain. Noun from 1530. One. The process of becoming decadent. How can you not think of desserts? Also, the quality or state of being decadent. Is decadence. There's so much decadence in that rich fudge brownie cookie ice cream hot fudge thing two a period of decline okay decadence now are you gonna say decadence or decadence in this one a period of decline is a decadence so i guess if there's too much decadence in terms of money then there might be a period of decline after that but this is saying the period of decline is called decadence i wonder hmm um a synonym is deterioration. This is... Okay, now we have to look at the etymology to understand this better. This is from the Latin decadere, and that means to fall or sink. And there's more at the word decay. So is this... Okay, hold on. Let's look ahead. Now, where's the desserts? How does the desserts come into this. This is not at all what I was hoping for. 
Uh, I'm looking. So we have decadent coming up. Is the is is it spelled differently? Have, is this is the rich desserts spelled differently? I don't see anything about something being rich and chewy and sweet and tasty. Hmm. Well, okay, we are actually going to get to one later. There must be a connection, though. Okay, so this one is more about decline. Falling, sinking, there's more to word decay. Something, I, I don't know if I really heard this so much. If I heard a period of decadence, I would think that there was just all, all about parties and fun. Hmm. Interesting. Only a couple more words that are related. It is decadency, is this next one, noun from 1632. It is the number one definition for decadence. So the process of becoming decadent or the quality or state of being decadent is decadency. One more word for this episode. It is just decadent with a T at the end. D-E-C-A. D-E-N-T. First form, adjective from 1837. The second form will be in tomorrow's episode because it's at the top of the page. Uh, number one, marked by decay or decline. Decadent. Two, of relating to or having the characteristics of the decadence. What are the decadence? And three, Characterized by or appealing to self-indulgence, as in decadent pleasures. So that's definitely where the desserts come in. But it's still not very specific about that. But it's all indulging. And yes, if you are indulging in a decadent dessert, that is decadent and decadency and decadence. Um, but it's still largely about decay. So what is the connection between self-indulgence and decay or decline? Is it if you are self-indulging two months too too much too much not two months too much then you are going to go into a state of decay or decline sooner decadently is an adverb hmm, 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 hmm. i also wonder if if uh this is related to like decimate so this is we're jumping ahead a little bit D-E-C-I. This is the one that I was talking about before. That one is about reducing a thing, lessening to like a tenth. And so I wonder if this is connected to that. Because that would make sense. You're decimating the, you know, declining. It's decline, declining. You're reducing your what? Your, your money, your stature, your society. I don't know. How have I not heard of decadence in terms of decline? Maybe I have and I just can't think of it right now. Okay, so it is time. What's the, uh, are we going to do a little little theme song? Word of the episode, word of the episode, time to pick a word of the episode. So the words in this episode were debt, debtor, debt service, debug, debunk, debut, debut, debutante, debutante, that's not how you say that word, deck, deck, Deca, decade, or decade, decade long, decadence, decadency, and decadent. Well, I probably would have picked, I mean, I still could pick it. I still could pick decadent as the word of the episode because it's so, you know, it's so tasty. But let's see, is there another one that we're liking better? 
I do, I do kind of like, why, why do I like the prefix for deca? It's 10, 10 of a thing. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Debt, not a big fan of debt. I don't like it. I don't want people to be in debt. I don't want people to have to pay interest and yeah. And you know, they, they don't explain things well to you. So people, people think they got more money than they got and they, they, they make silly decisions uh, yeah, I just do what you can to not be in so much debt. Pay off your credit card every month so you don't pay interest. B- spend within your means. Please and thank you. And uh, try and pay off your mortgage early if you can. And you know what? The, the, we're not even getting into the idea of people who just constantly live in debt and just can't, literally can't make enough money to pay. You could have You could have a full-time job and not be able to pay your relatively small uh, expenses, your rent, your food. This is this is ridiculous. There's no... People should not have to live that kind of existence at all. This, this, is, this is fucked up is what it is. It's fucked up. And then there's people who just keep on getting richer and richer and richer. All right, on that note, what are we going to pick for the word of the episode? Decadent? Okay, fine. I just want some decadent dessert in my face right now. I just woke up, though. It's not dessert time. It can be dessert time. No, I should probably eat something healthy. Okay, that's going to be the end of this episode. Happy September, if you're listening to this uh, basically when it airs. Uh, yay for that. And um, yeah, yay for that. September time. It's my birthday time and my wife's birthday time. That is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.